I have my plant socks on today. Cuties. Oh. They've got little trowels. Are those masks? No. What's the pink thing? It's a, um, uh, it's just because I have white feet. It's a little watering can. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a freaking COVID mask. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Hi. <laughs> Welcome to Blood and Contracts. I'm your host, Bailey Gabbert, and with me every week is my sister by contract, Kelly, and my sister by blood, Halsey. Yay. <laughs> I got some notes from our, our executive producer yesterday evening about my intros and how they seem like a 1970s radio show. So I turned down the kitsch, okay? I turned down the, the, the goofiness. Welcome to our appetizer episode. We're going to have some fun. Yeah. Halsey, are you prepped for today? That What's would be the appetizer no. story? Wait, is appetizers my true crime? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay, good. Just making sure you're yeah. ready to go. And then you're prepped for reality TV talks. Always. <laughs> She's All like, I'm ways. petrified to hear where you are with Southern Charm. Okay. Because <laughs> to check in, uh, two weeks ago you were on season five. Starting yep. season Starting five. Starting season five. Sure was. And there where are, are you how at many now? Seasons? There are nine. You want me to tell you now? Right now. Give oh, it to I'm us. Oh, I'm current. Shut the fuck. I just watched door. this week's episode this morning. No, you did not. And I'm on season two of Winter House. <laughs> I can't. And we've been watching Harry Potter every night. We're on we're on the the sixth movie, and <laughs> watching Harry Potter without us, and your book. Wow, oh, I'm so proud. We're uh, thriving. Really, can't wait to talk about goal getters. Oh my gosh, I I honestly I'm I on do page too. Seventy seven. Not bad. Not I bad. I have done none of my goals. <laughs> oh good lord. Okay. Well, no, I did one. Okay, I got a laptop. Yes. Let's talk about our last two weeks. Okay. How you went to a lot of shows. Uh-huh. So many shows. Only year. two. More than I've been to in a decade. Thank you. Like, <laughs> I haven't been to that many shows in years. I'm trying to think how many I've been to this year. Like, ten. Uh, well, in, like, the last, like, calendar year, I should say. Not just 2023. Yeah. Harry Styles. A, a small Brandy Carlisle show. which It was only, like, four songs, but. Yeah. yeah. Still. Um, you run pink, me. pink with Brenda Carlisle again because Brenda Carlisle. Um, Macklemore, Macklemore, Hosier, Last Nights, Chapel Roan. Uh, there's been others. There have been others. What else did I go to? You went oh, to Ed the Sheeran. drag show. I went to yeah. Kelly and I are like, anytime you go out into the real world is a huge effort for me. Like, I honestly, <laughs> I don't yeah. want to go anywhere any, uh, at any time. Yeah, Ed Sheeran. And for a note, your other, you go to concerts in other states. Yeah, Ed Sheeran was in Nashville. Harry, Stoddard, Harry Styles was New York. Macklemore was LA. Yeah. I think that's what exhausts me about your, how but you do like, concerts. But like, all of those, except for LA, um, one, I really didn't spend that much on the tickets. Yeah. 
Hosier, I went to for free because my friend didn't want to go alone, so he bought me a ticket. Yeah. Nice. Um, you know, great. Last night's show was like $35. Nice. Because it's at a small venue in Phoenix. You bought my Macklemore ticket. I bought her Macklemore ticket. Um, it was your birthday present, I think. Something like that. Mom bought my pink ticket because yeah. that was my birthday present. Um, She's easy to buy for. You love an yeah. event. I love an event. <laughs> Um, but so all the shows I went to last year and before like the fall of this year, mm-hmm. um, I had my hotel benefits. Oh yeah. And so, cause I was working in hospitality and so all of my hotels were super cheap Yeah, because I had yes. good old Benny's. Damn. That's why all of my more recent shows are in Phoenix. <laughs> That's okay. And not yeah. out of state. How was your yeah. two weeks? I've been very productive. You've been yeah. extremely productive. Boss lady. Watching a lot of TV. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a part of your... Listen, that is yeah, your job. It's my job. I have to be on the know. And I'm very glad that I'm caught up because I saw a People magazine article about something that recently happened in Southern Charm. Which I'm so not excited to talk about, but I'm glad that we get to talk about it in real time. I know. Wow. I'll save it for the time being. Okay, but the, okay. this yeah. past week, I feel like I'm – this is probably going to be part of my happies and my crappies, mm-hmm. so a little spoiler. I feel like I'm starting to get into a rhythm of things, Same. giving me time to actually attempt to read my book. Yeah. I'm watching stuff. I'm getting stuff done. I'm also doing my normal 9 to 5. Yeah, <laughs> working, <laughs> cleaning, cleaning. I cleaned the, the whole house this weekend. Oh, love. Well, this week. So we're feeling – productive same yeah i love it this was the first weekend that i didn't have a trip on top of this trip Mm -hmm. back to back yeah so i like i was telling you kelly and jazza were laughing at me last night because they were like oh we did not think that you would bring all the things that you said you were gonna bring i'm like i have lists (laughs) i journaled for this weekend for the podcast to like set some intentions and plan out our conversations and our episodes miss virgo is back i'm back back she's less sleep deprived extremely less sleep deprived than the last time my eye bags are not puffy yeah your shoulder doesn't hurt anymore oh yeah guys i've been through it last month was rough (laughs) it was rough um but i'm feeling so much better i feel like a routine is coming out i'm also out of a depressive episode that i was in for the last week Mm. so i'm really excited to be out of that Mm -hmm. real talk it was dark this week I feel like Wednesday was yeah. hard. It was. It was the first of the month, and I don't know what was going on astrologically, but we didn't like it. No. There was a lot of tension. Yeah. But you know what? It's Walking into today, the it's the first of the month. I am I'm excited for where we are all emotionally and like with our interpersonal relationships and mm-hmm. just general goodness. Good hard conversations. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, hey, we, hey, we. <laughs> we launched Patreon. <laughs> I with the cutest graphic ever. The cutest graphic we had. I was inspired by Mean Girls slash just mm, what's it called? Collages. Collages. Mm. Yeah. And inspo boards and we just pulled images from pinterest of things that reminded us of sisterhood and girlhood and our childhoods mm-hmm. of being a girl in the 90s lizzie mcguire uh, gilmore girls that cartoon picture of francine with her curls yes i remember every aspect of that arthur episode yes where she had to get ready and be girly for the first time and mm-hmm. i was like right here soul sister i love francine man yeah, yeah. she's the More real of a one DW. 
of course you're a DW. <laughs> that checks out. That yeah, fully <laughs> checks out. And then do you like Muffy? Yeah. 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 You're like, no, Arthur. <laughs> I'm, yeah. The main character. <laughs> uh, but my favorite DW scene. Oh, no. Is when she says to Francine, Francine, why don't you go to your house and stop <laughs> bothering us? <laughs> It's true, though. She was there a lot. Joke's on you. I don't know how to read. (laughs) For those listening and who are not following us on social, which, first of all, how dare you? uh, We launched Patreon this week, which is our opportunity to put more exclusive content behind a paywall, be a little bit more unhinged, unfiltered, and unedited, but also develop our behind the scenes content showcasing uh, our growth and like how the podcast all comes together and following that journey on there as well as freebies and mm-hmm. downloadables yeah um kelly's already off to the races creating fun stuff for you guys that you can download for free after you pay five dollars a month yeah why support starbucks who doesn't support their own employees when you can spend five dollars a month with us Lovely union supporting ladies. <laughs> what is and our content lasts a lot longer than a Starbucks drink. Snap, snap, snaps. I said it. Facts. And no calories. And no yeah. cal- guilt free. Mm. Love it. Um, so if you want to check that out, all you got to do, you honestly could probably Google blood and contracts and a bunch of our stuff would pop up at this yeah. point because yeah. we've been posting mm-hmm. like cray. Mm-hmm. We've been busy. We've been very busy. So check out the Patreon um, to be honest with you about where that money goes. Uh, gas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If every single one of our 26 listeners on Apple Podcasts alone paid for Patreon, that would pay for my gas every month. Yeah. Because I spend a lot of money on gas coming out here. Mm. It's not fun. So we're just trying to be profitable and like make it easier to get to do these things like buying groceries and snacks and getting here in our cars. Yeah. Yeah. And creating more fun content. Yay. Like tomorrow we're going on a little field trip. Yeah. Out to the east side. We're going to go see our friends at Sunday Goods. Hopefully they'll let us film. Yeah. (laughs) Who knows? We asked. (laughs) We did ask. We prepped. And then we're going to go out to dinner with our friend Tiff. Yeah. Tiff. Tiff. Um, Okay. Something else I want to do in the podcast at the very beginning is I want to set an intention for what we want to do with each episode. Okay. What you want to get out of the advertiser episode. And that could be like a group intention or something that you want to put out there. For me... My intention is to have fun mm-hmm. and laugh. And it could be as simple as that. Mm. Or it I can like be it. like, my intention is to not touch my mic. It can also be that. I was literally about to say that. Was it, were you about to say that? For you. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, oh, we can hear it a little bit. Look, the one. <laughs> yeah. You're going to have to edit that. Yeah. Also, you were so good. You had an entire episode where you didn't drop an F-bomb that we had to bleep out, and then you just did it. Listen, I would just like to say that I have not had any curses blurped or needed to. That I don't Have I? I don't think I have. Oh, I have. (laughs) She's like, Mm -hmm. not me. (laughs) Just joking. I'm a sailor. What can I say? I normally am too. You're a saint. We get it. I, have, I, I feel like I have social interaction. I'm not saying that you guys don't, mm-hmm. but there are groups that like uh-huh. I have to yeah. be a lot more 
cognizant. Mm-hmm. Jansen's favorite off. word. Yeah. Uh, I agree. I feel like I don't have those groups that I have to, I'm going to say perform. Yeah. That I have to perform for yeah. anymore, other than work, uh, kind of. But also in agency life, they're all a bunch of sailors. You oh, curse like nobody's business. Mm-hmm. Your clients curse like yeah. no one cares. But yeah, it's been a long time since I was like around a church community or yeah. kids where I needed to like clean it up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I kind of like when there's a spicy little bleep in too. an episode. I think it's I funny. Too. We're real. Um, what's your bitch? Whoa! <laughs> So I'm giving him something to do. But. <laughs> he has plenty to do, Trace. I know. Um, okay, I what's your intention? Oh, oh hi. Hit me. Um, to wake up. Mm. Wake up. It's so fun. <laughs> That's the last time you get to quote that. I know. I'm sorry. Um, have some kicks and gigs. Okay. It's a little appetizer. Mm-hmm. I'm excited about my true crime story. Great. I'm excited. I think you guys are going to like it. Okay. That's my intention for you to like it. Great. That's my intention. We love it. <laughs> Kelly? I feel like I'm kind of in a similar boat. I'm here to have a good time. Mm-hmm. So I hope we have fun. Sure and enough. Here for a short time, not a long time. <clears throat> yeah. Well, I live here, so I'm here for a long time. It's true. <laughs> it's <No>. true. <laughs> um, I feel like, is yours longer? Is your story longer this time, Halsey? Mm, not really uh, like a little bit longer than the last one which was yes like 15 to 20 okay i think we should do reality tv first okay tvt with k and b mm-hmm. yeah we this is our first ep- episode of tvt with k and b that we don't have to watch love is blind thank the gods we're done so yeah. now we just kind of get to chat Sorry. about what we've been watching and yeah. i've been watching a lot of new stuff this week oh, the okay. last couple of weeks and now i honestly all week was thinking i really hope kelly got caught up with southern charm because of how much has been happening in southern charm world it's wild also BravoCon is happening this weekend yeah. which i, I wanted I'm to sorry, go to I did t- oh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I saw someone post about it and I was like, I really, is it in Vegas? Yeah, it's in Vegas this year. It looks so fun. I was trying to convince Jansen to let us go. I wanted to surprise my mom with tickets and (gasps) then she was planning the trip with, with her boyfriend (laughs) and I was like, dang it. So like next year, next year, can we go next year? I want to be invited. Please, please. We'd like to go. Could you imagine? A panel hosted by you two where you get to interview the most problematic people they can find. Not, not, problem, <laughs> not problematic. I will take, I will take a down under panel. Like, yeah. or, um, below yeah. deck. Below, below deck. deck. A down under. Down under is one of the branch yeah. offs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I will take a below deck panel. You know, like, off to the side yeah. Yeah. in a conference room. I don't need to be on the main oh. stage eventually, but we'll I want to get invited. Way. We got to work our way there. So, I follow comments by Bravo celebs, like comments by celebs, but Bravo celebs mm-hmm. on Instagram. And they're, they got invited. They get invited every year and they always have like a front row seat so that they get like the best yeah. of the fr- the main stage content. And it's so fun. And I want to do that. Yeah. So that's my intention out in the world. I love it. Manifest. Um, okay. So you're caught up with Southern Charm. Yes. Have you watched this week's episode? I did watch this week's episode. Oh, good. I was nervous that you didn't. No, girl, I did. I'm caught up. I, like, and this is season what? Nine. nine. 
Okay. It's halfway through season nine, and I'm so mad about it. Nothing has happened in this season. No. It's obnoxious. I'm mad about this season a little bit. Doesn't it feel like they have only filmed in one week? Yes. Like, like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. <laughs> Episode one, two, three through six just feels like a week. Yeah. The same week. It's yeah. so weird. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. And so Austin is the forefront of a lot of drama. What's His name is Austin. Yeah. And I'm kind of over him oh, a little girl. bit, a lot of bit. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing. He is a horrible liar. Horrible. Let's just start off by saying that. Horrible liar. And he's the kind of friend, for lack of a better word, friend. that like they have a little secret that's really not that big of no. a deal. But he's playing it up so much. Yes. So he gets everyone wondering what's what really Riled happened. Up. Yeah. Yes. And Weird. I don't know. It's he just loves the attention. Yeah. He's an attention seeker to the max. And now he's going to therapy and it just seems like the fakest. Fakest. And his like little therapy glasses. I'm Cannot. like, get out of here. Is Sorry. he one of those guys who like weaponizes the words that they learn in therapy? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And he's only gone once or twice. Yeah. And he already is therapizing his conversations with his friends. Yes. He's yeah. like, that. my therapist said that. Oh, my God. Get out of here. The conversation yeah. that he had about olivia where he was like i will ruin her if we get back together that's not my intention after the bra situation on yeah. the on chef's ottoman or not chef austin's ottoman on austin's ottoman yeah you could just tell one that he wanted someone to find it yes two he it was probably old that he just like put out <laughs> i would not put it past him <laughs> no like that's something he would totally do he probably has a crap ton of madison's bras too and underwear probably he's a little freak you yeah. know it it makes sense um he plays it off though because he's like i'm really vanilla like i could never i don't do anything spicy but i don't also i don't understand the pull then if you're not spicy then why are why is everyone so interested in you why are yeah. the most beautiful women interested in you he could have landed let's just talk about the people he could have landed chelsea mm-hmm. sierra mm-hmm. taylor which he probably did and is currently landing her and madison, madison. who is by and far olivia. and olivia madison by the way like one of the most beautiful women i've ever seen in my yes. entire life this woman is I'm so can lost. you pull up Dunning. a picture of madison from southern charm oh my god maybe we just need a picture of the cast yeah madison? that would be good too la croix oh my Look god how beautiful she is stunning her dimples. I mean, she is beautiful. Oh. But also. And her accent, it's her accent that makes it. Yeah. She's mm. got a deep Southern accent. She's got this great mm. deep Southern accent. She's a mom. She's the best mom. Thank you. Is her. Oh, yeah. I let's let's I enlarge some, that. Some Sorry. We're showing Halsey some photos okay. of. Okay. That's Austin. That's Austin. That Which one's Shep? white. Shep is. Trash can. In the middle. Mm. Thank mm-hmm. you. And then this is the this is this season's cast. So there's a lot okay. of newbies. Taylor is who I want to talk to Kelly about the most because I was waiting for She's the blonde on the far right, blonde on okay. the far right in the blue dress. Because I've been waiting for you to meet her because I wanted your opinion so bad because you have a Christian background, we as we all do, yeah. and she loves to tout that on the show of being a good little Christian girl who just wants to she find a man it. that loves Jesus. But yeah. She ain't acting. She ain't. Her actions are not going based no, on her girl's words. hair is big that's madison yeah. wait the blonde 
Yeah. Yeah, she's got big southern hair. Oh, yeah. And they love a spray tan. She is Miss Lily Pulitzer. (laughs) There's a lot of blondes in that picture. Olivia is the most boring. I really don't. I could care less. Um, I also have secret agent Bravo things. Yeah. Mm. So Taylor. (laughs) (laughs) Taylor and Shep dated for about two ish years. Two ish years. Got a dog together. Got a dog together. Lil Craig. Wait, isn't there a guy named Craig? So yes. Craig is the guy on the bottom in the light blue suit. That's Pillow Man? Pillow That's Man. That's Pillow Man. And have you, I looked up his website. It's amazing. Sewing Down South. Yeah. And Please pull it up. Yeah, pull up his Sewing site. I love it because south. he poses with every yes, pillow. He does. Shut They have up. whole photo shoots for just yes, Craig and his pillows. I want to go to the flagship store. So, oh, look at them. Look at That's that page. the page collection. Is that him? Yep. That's her. And yeah. that's his girlfriend. Cute. Oh, they're cute. They're gorgeous. They're going to make the cutest babies. Shut up. That's so sitting cute. Santa outfit. Oh, so, so did you he's see? Making money oh, he's off making so now. much money because he had um, a deal with what's the grocery store chain? Kroger? I don't know, but mm. he was also on um, QVC. Mm-hmm. yeah qvc loves wow. him he has hit all of the right angles for this company yeah it's so amazing did you see that shep totally professionally and should have apologized to him on stage at BravoCon no. about the crap he used to give him about the pillows he's like yeah i was wrong i made fun of him all the time i did not think it was real i thought that this was just he, madness like when he first started he was just making pillows he was just going Sewing. through a breakup yeah and and like the purest very thing. similar to the quarter li- late quarter life crisis that yes. i'm going through he was coming out of realizing he didn't want to be a lawyer yeah. really and um trying to figure out okay well if i'm not gonna do that what am i gonna do yeah and he tried all these hobbies he so tried many. landscaping farming. he tried farming he tried um a little bit of i think home renovation yeah too <laughs> with his own home <laughs> with his own home Oof. that i think he had finally got professionals to help with well he got Paige, and then Paige got professionals (laughs) she was like this is what we're gonna do for your home and the sewing really is what took off he sewed a bunch of different types of things and then he was like well what's easy a square and then he would embroider a bunch of stuff because he had an embroidering setting on his sewing machine so he would just embroider random stuff oh i just love him so much precious he's precious he's a baby angel um but he's also called the best housewife of bravo because he is the best drama stirrer uh, on southern charm mm-hmm. he pokes at people until they break and he's entertaining i feel like yeah. it's kind of the lawyer side of him yes. of like mm-hmm. i know how to get something out so of he's you. the yeah. lisa mm-hmm. a little bit mm-hmm. i think i could see that vanderpump, vanderpump. not vanderpump. um i was like vp yeah yeah vanderpump not lisa um is there another Lisa? Yeah. With the whips. With the whips. <laughs> Who knows? Um, but, yep. Opinion so, of Taylor. So they dated for a while. I loved her and Shep together. Me because too. they were so cute. And mm. she's she, a lot younger than him. So she like livens yes. him up a bit. Yes. And also I think with him like getting into a relationship, finally getting the dog and having that responsibility, he was starting to grow up a little bit. Yeah. Um, and then they broke up and then she... Did whatever she could to try to get him mad. Yeah. 
everything. Yeah. She's been sending nude photos to one of his oldest friends who's been on the show since Ew. the beginning. Yeah. Whitney. And that just, it came out earlier, but they all like really brought oh. it up at a function yes. and okay. thought about it. Yeah. <laughs> Craig put, Craig poked. He poked in that one too. He's like, I saw them. You put them right in front of my face. I saw your titties and your vagina. Oh, Madison said that. I saw your whole vagina. Yeah. (laughs) Because Taylor was trying to (laughs) play it down that it was just a selfie. Yeah. A dark selfie. Yeah. A dark, (laughs) grainy selfie. Girl, with the cameras these days, ain't no no. way. And the zoom. I can zoom in a lot. Okay. Calm down. She just, I, she is the kind of Christian that I cannot stand the most of just all talk, mm-hmm. no action of actual Christian values. Yeah. And when I say that, I mean the positiveness that most Christians put out into the world of like mm-hmm. being accepting and being a good Samaritan and yeah. doing good in the world. She only does stuff for herself mm-hmm. and then expects everyone to just treat her like a princess, which drives me yeah. up the wall. She also has a significant drinking problem and it is bold and in your face on the show right now. Yeah. It's intense. And she just will pick the weirdest moments to go off on people in yeah. public. And I know it's for the show, but, but still, <laughs> still it's messy. And <laughs> so like the, the, Another part of it is she kissed and she it took a long time for her to even confess to this, but mm-hmm. kissed Austin. Mm-hmm. Austin and Olivia were kind of a thing. And when this happened, they were like we were on a break <laughs> on a break. Yeah, but still talking mm-hmm. and still, still seeing each other. And during so that not time, on a break, <laughs> not on a break. And Taylor was talking to Olivia saying, like, you should get back with yeah. him. They're best friends. But then yeah. she kissed Gross. him. She kissed him. She had sleepovers with him. She talked to her brother about potentially dating him. But then in yeah. all of those conversations, didn't think to herself, maybe I should go to the source, my best friend, and ask her opinion yeah. before land blasting her. Yeah. So this all like exploded this season. Olivia found out mm-hmm. everything. Now everyone knows everything. Yeah. And then Olivia's brother just died. Oh, my God. Yeah. And he died from an overdose mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i cried i know that's hard it's really so sad. in the article too that just came out he was diagnosed with lyme's disease mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. a family member of mine diagnosed with lyme's disease mm-hmm. got into addiction mm-hmm. problems and so that's how he died because of his addiction oh. thing so i was like this is hitting very close yeah. to home oh, honey. so i'm sorry that's okay that is hard my family members done great so (laughs) but but in the moment it's like wow like things can turn really quickly very quickly and unexpected i'm in i've been talking to my secret agent about this we're very interested in seeing how this will be handled on the reunion because at first the family lied Mm -hmm. about what was actually being said and what the real reason was at first it was that he died from complications of Lyme's disease, Mm -hmm. but something that's very inherent in the culture of Southern charm or of South Carolina, like we're in Charleston, it's Mm -hmm. a big party town, like very big bar scene town, very big restaurant scene town. It's also very big drug scene town. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of snow, a lot of cocaine, a lot of other things. And it's of the rich and famous there. Like all the people who are known are also known Mm -hmm. for being 
drug users Mm -hmm. and it's just glossed over not talked about and it's generational like their parents Mm -hmm. have been doing this for forever so now the kids are doing this um there is not conspiracies because um they've actually gotten confirmed uh they know people in south carolina Mm -hmm. and your your secret agent my secret agent and they have had friends of friends confirm things about other usages while on the show and just like out partying Mm. let me pull it up I said, why are they not telling the truth? Because this was before the people conversation. Yeah. The people uh, article article came out. Yeah. Uh, And I asked them, okay, why, why are they glossing over stuff? And why does she say in her interview, I hope he knew he was loved. I was like, did he commit? suicide or something because no one would respond like that if someone died of a disease you know what Mm -hmm. I mean and they go overdose (laughs) exclamation point he was a coke dealer and was known for using his product I know some people who knew him growing up and and had found that out plus he was T-Rav's dealer back in the day Ooh. T-Rav is Thomas Thomas the old guy who dated the redhead Mm. who had two babies with her Mm -hmm. who lost his political career from doing cocaine publicly at a bar. And didn't she lose custody of the kids because because of her use of marijuana? Weed. Oh. She lost her kids because of weed? South Carolina. It's not legal there. No. Like, yeah, but they're very critical, (sighs) especially of people with kids. Okay. Yeah, it sucks. Well, uh, women with kids. Um, I was like, why aren't they telling the truth? Mm -hmm. And they said it looks bad for the family. Everyone in Charleston knows Olivia's dad was a high up exec at Fluor. I think it's a pharmaceutical company and made like $12 million over three to four years with them. Mm. He's now the president of another company and they don't want the bad press of a son overdosing. And there's money probably keeping them quiet. But now the people are, I think it was because they're waiting for the people article to come out, which they probably got paid to do. Yeah, probably, yeah. Um, most of the cast members currently on the show actively use cocaine. And none of them really want to address that yeah. on yeah. television. Yeah. And it, if you watch really closely and you're at all familiar with what cocaine usage looks like, you could have seen mm-hmm. the effects of it from the beginning of the show. Like mm-hmm. they were doing it probably at the bar scenes or yeah. at the like Whitney's house, that kind of stuff, just based on like their erratic behaviors and mm-hmm. how they handled themselves around each other in big group settings. Yeah. There's like a sketchiness to someone who's doing. Yeah. Um, Woof. Also, they sent me, and I'll show the, maybe we put this on Patreon, um, Olivia and her brother who's passed away now were on MTV Cribs back in the day. They did an episode oh. for MTV Cribs when they lived in Texas. Hilarious, because their father is like a billionaire. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say, wh- why? <laughs> oh, their, their family is very wealthy. All of these people's families are very wealthy. That's why yeah. they're on the show. Yeah. Um, and... What you do? I'm just, I, I just, these people. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I know. It's stunning. But, but you can't look away. You really and, can't. Uh, and yet, I do. <laughs> <laughs> Until we force you to look. Yeah, we force we're, it. 
Um, well, I'm so glad that you're caught up. I'm so glad you understand Pillowgate. Yes. And the tailor of it all. And yeah, all of it. But this season has been very boring, which is why I'm kind of surprised that it's their most watched season so far. I know. And that's what you, I went into thinking, thinking because you told me that. And I'm like, what? What's happened? What have I missed? It's what am I not understanding? Okay. It's honestly after the last reunion yeah. um, was when the Taylor rumors started that they were doing stuff or that mm. they were flirting around the idea and yeah. they completely boldfaced denied it at the reunion and she was adamant. And then within a month of that, then they found out about the sleepovers and then people started poking at it and asking questions. Yeah. And then the Olivia episode happened yeah. of her Taylor confessing to her, but not really confessing to her. Yeah. Gross. But it's an, what's annoying is one episode before hand to Bible. Oh. I did not kiss him. Next episode. Bible. So okay. I got in this from the Kardashians. Kiss him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I, also, I just think they've slept together. I don't think. I think it's. I mean, just clearly. sleepovers. No. Okay. And now we're finding out it wasn't just one sleepover. We're talking tens of sleepovers. Yeah. There's no way sex is not happening. No. 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 Please. Absolutely not. Yeah. Um. Other things that came out this week. Oh, did you have more? No. For Southern uh, Charm. No. 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 Are you excited that you are caught up though? Yeah. Did you enjoy the last few seasons? What was your favorite season so far? I think maybe season eight. Yeah. Because I'm I did like the drama that Catherine brought. Same. Like I feel like this season is the first season she's not there. I know. And so it's missing a lot of that. Yeah. But she had all sorts of boy drama and she brings up a lot of yeah. she drama a, with other she brought people. The fluff. Well, she's kind of gotten mixed into some racism yeah. stuff, some Ooh. Black Lives Matter stuff. She dated a black guy to like make it look Fix like it. she wasn't racist. <laughs> Who's gone? She's not dating him anymore. But he had the same last name as Thomas. Yeah, he was Are his cousin. Really? Oh. Mm-hmm. Kind of icky. Yeah, well, like, well, keep it in the family. Um. I know I do miss her too because I I miss her and Craig's relationship yes. and friendship and um, the way they supported each other. I also really miss her honesty. I did have something else to add. Yeah. So uh, Patricia, oh. um, Whitney's mom. I was gonna say, can we pull up another picture? <laughs> she wasn't in that picture, but can you pull mm -hmm. up a picture of pa Patricia, Miss Patricia, yep. Southern, Southern Charm? Yeah, her. Mm -hmm. So oh. you had said mm -hmm. that there was an incident with her butler, oh, which in that picture Michael. with the pink. With the dog. I love Michael so much. Isn't he just a baby angel? He is the sweetest, kindest, happiest I know. Michael Salary. Yeah, he. He had a, a spinal stroke. Yep. Oh and so God. he's paralyzed yeah. from. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, he's Poor in assisted thing. living. They went to go see him um, oh, during so cute. COVID. Yeah. He, I, they miss him so much. And her tearing up in the last episode. I was they, like, oh my God, emotion. I know. They FaceTimed with him mm -hmm. and she cried after they hung up the phone. But yeah. he's still so, so positive, positive so loving. And yeah, I was like, so oh. 
the nicest man. He is the nicest man. So he he was the butler. He's his famous for his martinis. He makes them like old school. Like he crushes the ice in a bag with a mallet. So he they FaceTime him on the anniversary of his injury mm-hmm. and just to like commemorate it and like mm-hmm. see each other. And he walked Patricia through like how to do a martini his style. Yeah. And she was like, it's perfect. Yeah, I they're so odd, like her and her it's son like, Whitney. Yeah, they are. But I feel like as time goes on, they become a little bit more normal. But it's because they have less camera time. Yeah, like they're not in it as much as they used to be. Thank God. Yeah, and it's less awkward, more emotional. Yeah. Um, other things that happened this week: Winterhouse is back for season three. Yes. You're on season two, correct? Yes. Which, um, so at the beginning of season two, um, Craig and Paige are finally dating at this point. Um, and they got to the winter house first and took the (laughs) primary bedroom and Kyle, well, Kyle and Amanda are newly married and he last season threw a fit because he didn't get the primary bedroom (laughs) and was upset that he didn't get it this time. But see, I'm Pillow Craig. I would have taken it again. Pillow Craig. Pillow Craig gave him $500 and gave Amanda $500 so they could keep the primary. He comes out in his pea coat. He's like, fine, I'll fix this. And this is Craig's new thing because he, this man has some money. Pillow money. He He got that pillow money. QVC money. Yeah. He's got white middle of america woman money who which is some hardcore money and he's just like here this will fix everything and their faces are just aghast but also it solves it they're like they shut up was it five hundred dollars cash yes yes he just had a thousand dollars he brought like a A chunk no like envelope full of cash yeah and then there was another person that gave up their room for kyle and amanda and he gave him like 200 bucks yeah but <laughs> Paige is like, we are not in the mafia. We do not need to be paying off our friends. Like she's also like, I'm the only Italian one in this God bless it house. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, I love. I loved it so much. Money. That was yes. was that the season where that was the longest they had ever stayed together too. Yeah, that yeah. was a lot. So I'm just I'm at the very beginning. Yeah, I'm interested. I mean, I think an engagement's around the corner. I do too. If she gets over having to move yeah because i do think they need to move i think she needs to try it out just try it out she's young though that's the thing she's not even she turns 30 next year yeah who knows but but they're perfect for each other they are really perfect for each other and he loves her family i just love them so much yeah um bold to like launch a business thing though with your girlfriend like the page line that's just a line. It's just a collection, yeah. but it's not her business. No, I know, but still, like to to launch an entire like. When they got line. together, though, it made so much sense. It just yeah. felt like, yeah, they yeah. they work. They totally fit each other so well. Mm-hmm. Like it's always felt like the relationship that was meant to be on the show. Just Good like Kyle and Quag. Good yeah. for Quake and his pillows. I, I would love to manifest a trip to Charleston so that we can go to Selling Down South. Uh, could you imagine yes please oh my gosh and I've he's just the nicest person me neither craig we need some sewing down top pillows for our <laughs> yeah we don't have any pillows craig come on yeah um <laughs> i'm not excited for winter house this season just to give you a preview they did this weird freaking disney mashup of like three or four different bravo shows so there's people from two different below deck seasons 
that's this winter house yes did i send you one of us sent each other a screenshot of like yes okay yes the mashup poster i didn't know it was it's too much it is it's winter house i thought it was for next season or for last season but there's people from uh summer house below deck vanderpump because schwartz comes and it's the week of scandal yeah oh well they're in season two schwartz and yes they are because they're all friends season two but i was shocked that he because him and sandoval were supposed to go to winter house three scandal happened seven days before they were supposed to be at winter house so he had tom scandal canceled everything hid out in a corner yeah tom (laughs) schwartz was like peace i'm out yeah i can't handle this <laughs> gonna go check out for a month gonna go drink and probably screw one of the girls at winter house well he's single now he yeah. is very single yeah it's interesting i do like the mix of characters because personally i'm not a big danielle fan she just i'm not either she just gets on my nerves like a lot this girl she's been on summer house and winter okay. house um yeah i'm also not a huge fan of danielle because i don't feel like she adds nothing anything exactly no value in conversation she loves to stir up drama for no reason yeah the the s-h-i-t that she did when um Lindsay and carl got together and engaged yeah she made their entire engagement about them yeah about her about her and then her she's putting herself in front of her friends and their friends being like can you believe this and those friends are like stop talking you need this is not about you this is about them she was also very drunk at yes. the engagement party when yeah. that happened but you could tell and she's like slurring her words she's like i found out about this 30 minutes ago, ago. Uh, let me look at my watch 40 minutes ago yeah she's so obnoxious and crying at the engagement party yeah but did you see the video <laughs> that's been going around of uh, some housewife and she's in the lady gaga bubble costume and she like it's it's her it's a a compilation of her throughout the night yeah um of her telling people that the person who made andy sandberg's version on snl made hers too no but she slowly gets drunker throughout the night and like tells it differently (laughs) because at the beginning of the night she's like the guy who made andy sandberg on snl's made mine or the girl whatever and then by the end of the night she's like a Samberg, that's the, the, this. Oh no! <laughs> God bless him. Uh, oh man, I uh, think it was a New York housewife. I don't know which one. Who I knows? Don't know. Speaking of New York housewives, thank you for that segue. Um, New York housewives ended this week and had both of their reunions in the last two weeks. And I know the last time I talked about it, I was like, I just don't think this show is gonna. This is not flying. Yeah, honestly, pulled out on top by the end of it thoroughly impressed by the finale i want to watch next season i'm interested in almost every single one of those housewives except for one and they're all getting beloved at BravoCon right now oh. everyone's obsessed with them which yeah. i love to see yeah good for, them. good for them they did a good job andy's like really proud he the reunion was really really good the reunion was one of the only reunions i've actually seen people housewives work on hard conversations live and they Mm -hmm. actually got to a resolution by the end of the conversation and by the end of the 
finale, I felt like, okay, we're all on the same page. We all had some growth moments. Now we can move on. It was good. It was positive. I really liked it. I'm obsessed with um, Jenna Lyons, who was the uh, creative director for J. Crew for Mm -hmm. like an eon. Mm -hmm. Um, She's now out lesbian amazing son who's like in almost 20 now Mm. she is just a powerhouse of a woman I would love to be compared to her (coughs) and (laughs) I also love Bryn who is this sassy uh red-headed half black half white just drop dead gorgeous woman who is like the only single housewife Mm. and has never been married she's the only housewife that's never been married I think um and andy's obsessed with her i yeah it's a good group of gals if you ever want if you want to start one that's brand new and fresh this would be a good one to start because i also don't love the og new york crew they're just intense Mm. because they were the first housewives of all time yeah Yeah. no thank you um and then salt lake city housewives is a mess yeah remember last episode we talked about monica and her mom Mm Let's talk about triggering. Okay. They had a they had a falling out at a Easter dinner mm-hmm. <laughs> held by one of the other housewives mm-hmm. um, in front of everyone. Her mom didn't stick up for her, didn't side with her on something that her mom didn't even know anything about, but she immediately sided with one of the other housewives that she doesn't know from Adam um, and triggered Monica like nobody's mm-hmm. business. And Monica was like, okay, I'm done. Picked up her kids. Her kids didn't even have shoes. That's how obsessed she, how upset she was and left. In retaliation, her mother... Um, took her car because her car is in her name because Monica doesn't have great credit because she was married, took her car from her and her four kids away and just stole it and said, if you don't give it to me, I'll call the police and say that it was stolen. So Monica had to give her her car and then go rent a car for the week so that she can get her kids to school. And the resolution was, okay, we need to have dinner and have this out. She sits, she walks into the restaurant, Monica does, and her mom looks at her and starts fake crying on the spot and then she sits down and monica's just like looking at her like not i'm not taking this and she's just crying and then monica's like not reassuring her like patting her back or trying to like make it better and she's realizing that it's not working and then she stops like immediately stops crying and then she's like i'll have the lobster enchiladas to the waiter like like a whole other person like just just turned it turned it on and off amazing they had this huge blowout that resulted, I know, that resulted in nothing. Her mom owned nothing, apologized for nothing. Um, it was horrible. And nope, nope. The, nope. the previews of the next episodes are the other housewives being like, you're being abused by this woman. You need to cut this out of your life. This is a poison that you've had your whole life. You need to cut this out. Yeah. And I don't know what she's going to do. It breaks my heart because she has no family. She has no one. Her dad left her at four. Her mom left her with a family of friends in Pennsylvania at 12 and moved to New York because she wanted to go have a career in New York and she couldn't do it with her daughter because it was too expensive. I'm like, then maybe think of a different plan. Yeah. <laughs> and then take care of your not, child. Yeah, yeah. It's not an option. Yeah. yeah. So this poor woman has been abandoned all across the board. Yeah. And now she has four daughters that she's trying to be a good, you know, mom to daughters. Also, like, chose to have an affair. 
She absolutely did. Also, I have a fix for that. It was not her brother-in-law. This doesn't make it any better, but it was her sister-in-law's husband. So her husband's brother-in-law. So not mm. any familial relation to her husband, but still not But that, great. that also means she like still helped destroy two marriages. Totally, but also didn't only destroyed her own because that guy he's still married to her i know anyways anyways (laughs) there's an update from salt lake city i will say that season is it's very entertaining also if you're an audio visual only listener you missed seeing my face again aghast (laughs) through that entire retelling yeah i'm sorry common occurrence during this segment (laughs) like my jaw just drops like it's just like yeah i just like and i know it's television and i know yeah. you know like who oh, knows so. how much this is real exactly but it's just like still baffles me to think of someone like if these people like they talk to each other this way yeah they treat each other this way yes. like i can't even imagine like like my friends and i have disagreements or whatever you know but right. like i don't know we don't do go go do coke about it like we, <laughs> like we talk about it. i don't know i know i i do f- i think that's why i'm so obsessed with it though mm-hmm. it is the brutal honesty that each of these shows brings to the table where i'm just like i can't imagine taking on conflict and hard conversations the way they do right it's so messy and they're loud. like in the middle of a party actually let's go hash out five years yes. of yes. resentment yes. yes or or let's at hash, your birthday party hash out the most petty weird things in the middle of restaurants yeah there's this one oh. or on a boat in the middle of like that you can't nowhere. leave yeah absolutely that's why okay so my my tvt update the things that i binged this week were i've watched two seasons of i watched below deck down under all of it there's only two seasons watch it all captain jason forever my god that man Woo. uh and then i watched st- the old one no no oh, okay. no <laughs> he's in his 40s he's a daddy um oh i like the old guy I haven't watched the so that's the one that's that like I OG. that's the OG. I can't stand it. I can't get into it. Now I'm watching Below Deck Med, Mediterranean, delicious. And um Malia on the next season of Winter House that you get to is from that Below Deck season, oh, that okay. Below Deck section. Um and she's on Winter House now. Interesting. Anyways, so I've watched a lot of that because uh I started watching Winter House and then I got interested in these people and I wanted to to binge their stories. What are you doing over there? Jiggling my jiggle. <laughs> can you show the camera the jiggle just fyi <laughs> our faceless ghosties yeah <laughs> my faceless ghostie who has somehow gotten puffier huh mm. that's cool <laughs> um i think okay. that's tvt yeah is that a tvt that's tvt with kmb okay thanks for doing tvt with me okay thanks for the updates guys until next time until next thanks time scarring me emotionally can't wait to see what else comes out of BravoCon because i think there's one more day I know. I need to <laughs> it's really catch up on some. <laughs> if you're, the cameras are not picking this up, but I'm getting a little pre-pedicure from Archie. Yeah. Come on, boy. Just you a little know. toe nibble. Come on. I know. I'm taste delicious. What can I say? Our next. Our next appetizer. appetizer. Two crimes with Jose. <laughs> That's turning into the name. It I think. is. Yeah. <laughs> I just have to embrace it at this point. I like it. I'm into it. All right. What you got for us? Today we have the story of Betty Newmar. Okay. AKA a Black Widow. Ooh. We love a Black Widow. Mm. I will say, I'm gonna start I'll start with a little disclaimer. 
all involvement of any crime of Betty Newmar is alleged. Oh. Please no one sue me for defamation. <laughs> okay, thanks. I actually typed. You typed that up. Uh, a black widow is a woman known for um, allegedly killing her husbands. And yes, husbands. Plural. Plural. Okay. Get into it. <laughs> Good lord. Scared. Um, these are also like very old. I'm not laughing because I think it's funny that these men died. <laughs> okay. Or, or are we? <laughs> or am I? Uh, shut up. <laughs> okay. Uh, Betty Lafon Johnson Ooh. was born in November 1931 in Ironton, Ohio, to Otis and Elizabeth Walden Johnson. Betty was married five times. Her first marriage was to Clarence Malone from November 1950 till their divorce in 1952. He was shot dead. I'm not laughing that he was shot. I'm sorry. He was shot dead on November 27th, 1970 in Medina, Ohio, just like in the street. Oh. Um, and this was like 18 years after they divorced. But oh. still, her first husband died. Okay. And the killer was never found. Like there was, yeah. Interesting. Um, in, her next husband was James Flynn, married the next year, February 1953. Mm-hmm. Fast. Yeah. Until his death in 1955. Betty told investigators he had died on a pier somewhere in New York. What? Yep. She said, just, he just died and then just left it at that. Because <laughs> it's the 1950s. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I have to remember the time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm like, no one looked into this? Yeah. Yeah. So that's, so he dies in 1955. She then marries husband number three in 1956. Betty. Uh, This was Nalos Sills. Uh, They were married from 1956 until his death in 1967. So she was at least with him for like almost 10 years. Yeah. Okay. Um, He kept her entertained. Over 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Right. He died from allegedly self-inflicted gunshot wound sustained during an argument the couple was having in a closed room in their big Coppet Key, Florida home. Oh. Um, Wait, so the peer death, uh-huh. was he also shot? Uh, that one, it's... We don't know. We don't know. Okay. But one in three were both shot. Yeah. So far. Okay. Okay. Oh, no, okay. two out of three. Yeah. Two, yeah. Oh, husband, husband one, husband three. Yes. One in, yes. One in three. Yeah. Okay. Both shot dead. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hmm. This one though, she mm-hmm. says it was self-inflicted. Her daughter, so she has, a, a, she has two daughters. Okay. Um, I can't, I didn't write down or remember. That's fine. Which husbands the daughters belong to. I was just to, about but, to ask Oh, that. yeah. Yeah, I don't remember, but it it's really it doesn't matter. But yeah. she, so she was like young, but she was in like a room nearby. Um, and, but doesn't like, no she anything. defends her mom to this day. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Um, like actively both of her daughters go like, our mom was an incredible mother. She was like, she um, just was dealt a bad hand. Whoa. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. Um, hmm. That reminds me of that, that case that's going on right now of the mom that went on a bike ride and went missing. Mm-hmm. They found the bike that mm-hmm. couldn't find her. Mm-hmm. And the husband was involved in the v- investigation from the get go and was seen touching the bike at the scene. Mm-hmm. 
and his two daughters have boldly Mm -hmm. said he's done nothing he will do nothing he's the Mm -hmm. perfect man went um on television recently with him to say you know Mm -hmm. it's been a year it's she's just gone she left they found the body like the next week and now he's under suspicion oh my god yeah (gasps) and now i want to like now i want to be like (laughs) what do the daughters think now (laughs) yeah yeah um yeah so betty told police that they were alone in the room arguing um she said that they were both drunk and that he grabbed his gun and shot himself to basically get out of the fight shut up yeah no no way way. um then (laughs) uh husband number four followed shortly after uh betty and thomas gentry were married in 1968 so again a year later just a year later probably barely than a year yeah so all Every husband that she married was all within a year of the last either divorce or death. You know what that sounds like? What? That sounds like a housewife who just wanted to stay a housewife. Yeah. yeah. Does she work? Do you know? I don't. Hmm. Interesting. But she also like claims that she got very little money, um, that there was only that she only got life insurance from the third husband, the one who allegedly shot himself. Yeah. Um, and that it was only fifty thousand mm-hmm. dollars. Granted, fifty thousand dollars back like, then ni- in the nineteen sixties. That's a lot. Yeah. It's yeah. a lot of money. Um, yeah. So husband number four um, married from nineteen sixty eight until his death in July of nineteen eighty six. So again, uh, the the marriages are getting longer. Good job, Betty. You know, she's holding <laughs> on to him something. for a minute. Uh, Thomas was found dead in the couple's Norwood, North Carolina home, shot multiple times, and finally, yeah. Shot. Just shot again. And finally what? Uh, finally get to husband number five. Uh, John Newmar married to Betty from 1991 until his death in 2007. John was found dead from apparent natural causes. Oh. Uh, Mr. Newmar's cause of death was listed as sepsis. Uh, ischemic colitis and this other thing that I can't pronounce, <laughs> but the systems that the symptoms of those things could also point at um, poison by arsenic, uh-huh. Uh-huh. which is more common with Housewives. women serial killers usually use poison, right? Less messy, um, less messy, yes. Um, and it is just statistically odd for women to use a gun. Or weapons in general. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I'm just surprised that no one was like, maybe we should look into this. So. Just joking. Yes. Sorry. I keep losing my spot. Yes. Well, and to have, I mean, by husband number five, she's probably like, I need to change my MO a little bit. This is leading. In May of 2008. So after her fifth husband's death, Mm -hmm. um, Thomas the the son of her fourth husband mm-hmm. had been like saying like for years like she hired someone Ooh. because she was out of town when he was shot Ooh. like you need like like someone has to be looking into this more yeah yeah and and just nobody was um and then the son of the fifth husband uh said that the death was also really suspicious because he was never informed of his father's death. Yeah. He found out through the newspaper. Shut up. 
Um, and that and was the 90s? No. That was in, yes, it was 2007. 2007. Yeah. So he found out about his dad's death through the newspaper. Oh, gosh. And then um, by the time he reached out to her, uh, he was told that his father had already been cremated, cremated. despite having previously already bought a burial plot. Yeah. Uh, That's guilty as hell. Yeah. So she, and she had had it rushed. Oh, yeah. 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 And that's the one who it was, arsenic, it looked like symptoms of possible arsenic poisoning. But Heck she yeah. was never charged with anything in that case. Wow. Yeah. Oh my that gosh. one, she completely got away with it. It's like when, you know, <laughs> this is hilarious. Have you noticed, it's a rabbit hole, that Target has been putting everything in glass cases or in like the security cases uh-huh. Yeah, a lot yeah. and not in city targets, like normal suburbia targets. Mm-hmm. Cause do you know who is the worst about sticky fingers? White women. White housewives. Housewives. Yeah. Moms. They need a little thrill. They need a yeah. little thrill. They, and they think this isn't going to hurt anybody. And they mm-hmm. just pocket the most out of anyone. Mm-hmm. Target did a whole study on it really? to see where they were losing the most and getting the mo- I think it's called shrinkage or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Shrink. it was in all Midwestern cities, suburbia towns, Phoenix, like a lot of these middle class white areas with Sounds lots and right. lots of housewives. Interesting. Mm. Yeah. So I feel like this is back then too, this was probably way more prominent She's because you bored. Could, you're just bored, <laughs> yeah. but you also know that you can get away with it. Like yeah. you kind of just blend well, into it's the also background. Like it's with the ones where it was in like the fifties and sixties and even, even the one from like 2007, like DNA, all those, like that mm-hmm. stuff has only progressed more in yeah. the last 15 to 20 years. Yes. Yeah. And so, like, there's a great John Mulaney bit of like, what was a murder investigation like in the 1920s? Is <laughs> like, mm, a pile of blood. Gross. <laughs> like, clean it up. <laughs> a pile of the murderer's blood. Yeah. Gross. Like, yeah. because there's no DNA testing. There's no, yeah. like, there's actually a new, um, I don't know if it's a show or if it's uh, just a movie, but it's about this girl whose um, mom was like basically the the final girl of a, a horror film type situation <laughs> in the eighties, where Whoa. like a bunch of girls from her town were all killed. Whoa! And the girl like travels back in time. It's called Totally Killer, and it's on Amazon Prime. Thank you. <laughs> okay, have, have you, you watched, watched it? it? Yeah. Okay. I love it. It looks it looks kind of fun. It is. It's but funny. it's her like she takes like the killer's DNA and she's like it's DNA. Oh, and I the cops are like <laughs> and like move on. <laughs> and they're like how do you know it's going to happen? Yeah. Amazing. She's like have you seen Murder Back so to the 1987. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Julie Bowen. Yeah. Yeah. It looks it looked really fun. I might actually watch. I'm not a big horror person, but I do also kind of like uh, Kieran Shipka. Kieran Shipka, yeah. yeah that's fun. surprising. God, she looks oh, so creepy. I was a huge Mad Men fan. Mm-hmm. So seeing, And she's the little girl. Yeah, yeah. She's her, she plays the daughter in Mad Men, and she's yeah. been so tiny. She was like five when the show started, mm-hmm. and you saw her grow up in the yeah. show, and now like yeah, she's got a whole, whole career. It's so crazy. 
So, okay, what else? <laughs> yeah, so to round it out. So in May 2008, Newmar was finally charged with hiring a hitman to kill her fourth husband, uh, Thomas. Oh. Um, investigators took a closer look at the deaths of her other husbands, three of whom had all been shot dead. Mm-hmm. And Newmar was extradited to Albemarle, North Carolina in June 2008, a month after she was arrested. Or, uh, oh, wait. Mm, yep, I... I wrote this really weird. You have to reread things. I know. I have to do this, I too. I didn't. I was <laughs> typing really quickly and also trying to do my job at the same time. <laughs> Allegedly. Um, Allegedly. <laughs> she was charged with the murder of her fourth husband mm-hmm. by North Carolina officials after receiving a tip pointing to her involvement from his son. Yes. Yeah. But the indictment alleges that Newmar sought out a former police officer and her neighbor to kill her husband in the months before his death yeah. with the motive of allegedly being his $20,000 life insurance policy, Whoa. which she never uh, got from I what I could tell. She never received interesting, mm-hmm. um, charged with three counts of solicit solicitation to commit first degree murder. Newmar was released in 2008 on a $300,000 bail bond on June 13th, 2011. Betty died in a Louisiana hospital from cancer. Mm-hmm. Oh, she could ever stand trial. Man, mm-hmm. she got away with everything. Do you know what her religion was? Mm, no i don't never says anything i I didn't like it wasn't really like flagged newmar i have a conspiracy i think that she never wanted to get divorced Mm. but she kept getting sick of her husband's and back then she was just like well i could just off him maybe and move on to the next so it's it is kind of funny that you bring up religion because one of her final quotes ever Ooh. Uh, in the end, only Betty knows what really happened to all of her husbands. In an interview she did with the BBC journalist Norman Hull in 2009, so just two years before she yeah. died, Betty said, I cannot control when somebody dies. That's God's work. Yeah. Uh, totally. So to this day, her daughters, or to that, you know, until in that 2000, uh, 2009 interview with BBC, her daughters, hands down, said, she did not commit any of these murders that she had no involvement um that she was an incredibly uh caring mother and wife you could still be a caring mother and wife and kill people yeah Yeah. but it was just this thing of like i mean obviously she she did have involvement yeah proven involvement with her with the fifth fourth husband sorry fourth husband um thomas's death yeah but it was just like this really interesting story i i was kind of like googling like Black Widow stories mm-hmm. and um, like the nurse, like nurses who commit murder, like mm-hmm. yeah. the um, what are they called? Um, Angels of Mercy or whatever. Oh, yeah. Like that. Those are always like really intrigued because like it's that mindset, of, especially with the nurses one, where it's like so many of them. So there's a difference. What you will see also statistically is that with the men who are in the medical field who commit these murders, it's all about playing God. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They want to be the hero. They want to be the one who goes like, Oh, I saved that person. That or like the life giver and the life taker. Yes. Where I have this control. Yes. With the women, not, I won't, I won't say like that they're justified at Mm -hmm. all because they're still committing murders, but it's, um, they see it as they're, fulfilling a mercy yes yeah 
That's the, how they've they just, care. Yeah, yes. and they've justified it to themselves of like, you're in this immense pain. I'm going to relieve you of yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Granted, there are the ones where they're like, no, they just like sticking people with needles and want them to die. And, yes. You know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's... I It's some of the true crime stories where like the... the thought process and the, the like the psyche of it is not intriguing to but interesting it's um yeah. i think yeah. women serial killers or killers in general are just an interest because there's not very very many of them no. in comparison to men yeah and i feel like most of the time when i hear stories of female killers it's a lot of emotion based mm-hmm. and inner psyche mm-hmm. and um, the way in which they go about killing, mm-hmm. like the shooting, that is really odd yeah. for a woman to use a weapon to mm-hmm. kill someone. Arsenic is definitely. So my theory with the first, the, the husband that died 18 years after they had already been divorced, yeah. I think she hired, either it was completely a fluke and it just happened that he was also yeah. murdered and, you know, and brought Because the time is weird. Because the timing is weird. It had been decades. Yeah. Or, it'd be, yeah, it had been almost two decades. But maybe he saw something. Maybe. Maybe. And Who she knows? just needed to. Because at that point, he died and she was already on husband. Three. Three. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if he saw something or he knew something and she was like, mm, I got to clean up that trail. Yeah. yeah. Make sure that maybe nothing comes of that. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Wow. Twill crime. Twill crimes. Yeah with housing but it was also interesting yeah that she out of all of the husbands i mean i guess it makes sense she kept the last one's last name but um (laughs) of newmar well also probably to avoid suspicion she was Mm -hmm. like no i loved my husband i'll definitely make sure that that sticks with me i think you're right about she needed to change up her motive or like not her motive but her way of killing because it was becoming a pattern yeah like oh yeah i can't use that again but like the ballistics like you couldn't track anything that's what i was going to track gunpowder on her hand like what not in were, were they not the in same? 1952. I think yeah. you could have tracked that in 19 at least 19- the gunpowder yeah, or or know. like the casing like oh the yeah. bullets were the same or the yeah. direction of or how they that were shot. Been, like, I don't know. I think you're yeah. right though like that technology mm-hmm. and those conversations mm-hmm. have modernized so much in just the last 10 years. I, I can tell the difference even in the datelines that I listen to mm-hmm. when one is really old it's only like maybe in the early 2000s mm-hmm. and so much has yeah. gotten better gunshot yeah. residue what the are history. you searching for us oh yeah i yes, mean it's yes, it's yes. recent history and yeah wild huh so um very yeah. interesting but thanks for that spin on twoo climb so housey and get a, a woman's a woman black widow yeah um yeah okay I would love to do a book club update and then do happies and crappies. I'm behind. You're behind. Oh, well, you were ahead. I was, I'm was. i still ahead. You're <laughs> technically ahead by three, right? I'm on the third book. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Calm down. I just haven't read it like at all this week. So. Um, I finished my stuff. October book, The Vicious. Vicious? Your, your V.E. Schwab. My V.E. Schwab. V.E. Schwab. Um, very good. I journaled. I journaled this week, guys. Um, I journaled about a couple things I wanted to remember to talk about. Okay, I said, I'm loving my October book. Just the right amount of scary and thrilling for my taste because I don't love a ton of darkness, especially because I usually read at night. I don't want to go to sleep with that. Mm -hmm. This one was just enough for me. Um, I wrote this note about the 100-page rule. Have you ever 
done this. Mm-hmm. So I am a huge advocate for DNRing a book, do not reading, or failing to read a book if I'm not liking it. And I have a 100-page rule. I force myself to get through the first 100 pages within, mm-hmm. like, the first couple of days of getting a book or starting a book so that I can get a taste of, like, if I actually want to continue. Oh. And then I'll continue. And if I am not feeling it, I will say no. Unless it's audible. If it's audible, I'll just keep listening. But yeah. if I'm actually physically reading it, I'm not going to give it the time of day if it's not interesting to me. So this one got a big old gold star for the 100-page rule. I was into it very nice. quickly. It also has a great pace to it. There's lots of different – not there's like – four different perspectives that are talked about in the book. So it flips around enough, but not too much that it's confusing. Yeah. Um, don't be scared to not read a book. If you're not liking it, don't waste your time. That, did you hear that, kids? Don't read. No. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you don't like Twilight, don't force yourself to read Twilight. Yeah. Because your attention is currency. How you spend your time and what you put your attention towards is you kind of putting your money behind your time of what you're doing with your life. So don't waste your time. Um, Don't waste your time. So I wanted to do a little bit of a book synopsis for this if anybody's interested. This book was about two best friends in a PhD program who choose – they have to choose their thesis. Mm. And – the thesis that one of them chooses is that he has this hunch that extraordinary people exist, mm-hmm. like that they have superhero like qualities and the way to become an EO is to have a near death experience. So he hatches a plan with his best friend to do the thesis together and kill themselves and resuscitate each other back to see what extraordinary thing happens to them. Yeah. Did you ever watch the OA? Yes, it's very OA. Okay. It's very OA, but it's spookier mm. um, and very male. I feel like the OA is very feminine. Yeah. Um, but did it work? The what? Did it work? It works. Ooh. And then the whole the rest, that is only the first 50 pages. Oh, wow. So the rest of the book is the after effects. And the book spans 10 years. So it flips back in time a few oh. different ways so that you can see the beginnings of 10 years ago to the after effects. And then they get closer and closer until they meet in the middle into the present. Mm. It's so good. Um, there's a sequel called vicious. I'm not going to read it right away. Oh, I don't really like reading like binging series like that. I need yeah. a break. Yeah. Um, but I highly recommend, especially if you need not fantasy, but you need like a thriller mm-hmm. and then a little bit of an escape. And there's a couple female characters that are pretty interesting, too. Nice. Yeah. I like it. Recommend. I gave it four stars, which I never do. Yeah. And I was pretty proud of myself that I finished mm. a book in a month, because it's been a while since I finished yes. a book in a month. Yeah. yeah. Um, How's your book going? Also by B.E. Schwab. Yes. Um, it's going well. I feel like there's a lot of buildup yes. to this book, because... And, when you saying like there's four perspectives, I feel like maybe that's a theme that she likes. Yeah. Because there's four different Londons and basically mm. there's there's magic that what once was I think throughout all the mm-hmm. Londons and then it got dark in some places so they cut it off and so there's travelers who can go from London to London, but there's only a few of them. Yeah. Or one. Two. Like the magic keeps dying in mm-hmm. other other Londons. It's kinda mm-hmm. like I in my brain to like make it make sense. By the way, this is it's a darker shade of magic, right? Yeah. To make it make sense, I like put them in as 
levels of a building mm, like yeah. top london is human london and then every london underneath gets more magical or gets less magical so mm-hmm. the bottom london is the most dead london mm-hmm. and yeah there's travelers that can go in between who still have magic but most of the people that live in the other londons don't have magic anymore yeah interesting so, except for at the top at the top is humans oh it's like the real london interesting okay. yeah so yeah. i mean it's it's building i think into what the story is going to be more of so i'm learning yeah. still like a lot of background of mm. the one who's able to travel around and yeah. he li- lives with the king and queen of his london but he's a- adopted essentially yeah. and so it's him like not necessarily feeling like he has a place at the table but they've it's really all he remembers but he's not really part of the family but he yeah. is and he's he's like not their servant, but kind of their servant yeah. because he's he's the only magician in that London um, mm-hmm. that's close to the royal family. And, mm-hmm. yeah, he's kind of this pseudo adopted son who's loved, but he's loved as the help, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he, you're right. He doesn't have a seat at the table. He's valued. He's valued, but not well, in the ways that he wants to be valued. Yeah. Uh, so is V.E. Schwab a man? No, woman. Oh. Scully, could you Google V.E. Schwab, please? Author. Um. Da, 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 da. That book is a lot more about him. V as in Victor. <laughs> e V E Schwab. There you go. She's beautiful. Oh, she's so cute. She's so cute. Oh, I think she's living in Scotland right now. Mm. Mm. But she's American. Good for her. Yeah, she's living my dream life. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> so. the best. Um, yeah, that first book, because there's three, that's probably why it feels like, okay, we're building like a lot of stuff in the beginning, (laughs) but that book is more about him. The next book is more about another character you'll meet, yada, yada, yada. Mm -hmm. Like there's one main story. Yeah. She does lots of graphic novels actually. That's where she got her start. That's cool. Nice. Um, I'm on book three of the, uh, nope. Inheritance games, uh-huh. uh huh. Still super interesting, although the it wasn't good. It was not good. It was real bad. Yeah. I got through one episode. Yeah, um, <laughs> it got canceled <laughs> immediately. Scully was showing us a, a call out from V. Schwab. She had um, a writing project go to film for Netflix, and mm-hmm. it tanked. But all of her books are being made and yeah. adapted into a film or TV. And that was the one that wasn't, it was based on one of her graphic novels, like one of her first. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why that was the first to go to what Netflix for that first kill show. Oh, I didn't yeah. see what was pulled up. Oh, you're TV. fine. It came out in 2022. It and was it just like, tanked. what if the vampire and the vampire hunter oh. were kind of enemies to lovers yeah. and gay, yeah. but it okay. wasn't good no <laughs> it was trashy it was so bad um but the rest of her stuff's coming out and i'm super excited like the invisible life of addy larue that mm-hmm. one's being adapted to film i think i'm i think everyone is very excited because that's a very cinematic written book it's mm-hmm. very visual and it's gonna be great sorry yeah. so you're, no, you're on book okay. three i'm on book three i did just find out though that book five come doesn't come out until july of next year Ooh. So I'm like, okay, I need to slow, slow down, down. Yeah. <laughs> and like read something else because I'm gonna be really annoyed if I, because I have all four of the first, right. you know, the series so far, and so I need to like cool it for a second because the next book doesn't Wait come on. out for like six months. Are they getting better? 
are you getting um, more interested in the series or less interested in the series? I think just as interested as I okay. was with the first one. I just like have been doing other stuff this week. Yeah. And yeah. Took a break. You went to two concerts on school nights this week. Also that. Yeah. <laughs> also that. Also work's been really busy this week. Yes. I had a stomach bug on Monday, so uh-huh. then I've been playing catch up all week. Yeah. It's a yeah. lot. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. That's okay. Yeah. Goal getters, which we'll talk about in our entree episode, mm-hmm. is all about keeping on. Mm-hmm stay in the course yep. and that kind of means that there will be ups and downs yeah hills and valleys yeah and that's okay well i'm glad that kelly you're finding time to get to read that was mm-hmm. one on our one-on-one that was one of my yeah. like main concerns i was like do you have time to just be kelly mm-hmm. so jansen bought me one of the neck light it's kind of <gasps> like what you yeah. have so i do so that's where i'm finding my time to read is like as i'm going to bed at, and this way i'm not staring at my screen mm-hmm. so that. i just sit in my bed mm-hmm. with my book and with my little, little my little neck light yep. and so read a chunk of yeah book. until yeah, you get that. too tired and your eyes can't keep your eyes open that's yeah. what i do and yeah. i'm like okay guys yep james has uh acquired a eye mask <laughs> first he acquired my eye mask he tried that on for size he's like oh i like this life and i was like okay who are you <laughs> and then we went to boston <laughs> And we were in a connecting airport and there was a QR code for the state college's mascot to get an eye mask of the mascot's eyes oh, no. for free mailed to you. And he's like, oh, like that was such a James thing to want. Yeah. I'm like, please don't. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm getting this free. And so now I get to look over <laughs> to a, a bearded faced masked, big headed man oh, no. with this blue and white face mask that are eyes from a mascot looking at me which you hate while i read which terrifies me because she okay. hates a mascot and i hate mask i hate not being able to see people's faces and i just i get to lovingly look at that while i read at night oh so that no. he doesn't have to look at the lights he's like it's just too bright in here i'm like you are so That's bougie true. who are you and now he travels with it well yeah and he married I'm, you. <laughs> I know. I'm rubbing off on him, unfortunately. Yeah. An eye mask is a game changer. It is. I, I want one of those. The, the weighted. The, the weighted. Oh. The like hardy ones. Yeah. The silk ones. The gaps for your eyeballs. Yeah. Do you have one? No. Oh. I wish. I have one that I, I'll show you guys later. Because yeah. I mm-hmm. cricketed um, some little um, eyelashes on Cute. it. Cute. So, adorable. That's fun. Yeah. Happies and crappies? Yeah. Happies and crappies. I'll go first. Yeah. Because we're going in our order now. Mm-hmm. I wrote them down. Please hold. You are so prepared. I are you my journal lives here. <laughs> I know you need to take it. I have been I know. look at I journaled about go goal getters wow. and happies and crappies. Wow. Okay. I happied and crappied on Wednesday, the bad day. Oh. Yeah. Oh, because I was like, was I need to get this out because I need to remember where I was on Wednesday. So yeah. for our listeners, Wednesday was a rough day. We all I were feeling for it. all of us. For uh, probably the whole world. Um, today, Wednesday, <laughs> I feel so ill-equipped. I keep watching anything that comes into my FYP to educate myself on all the, first of all, the disgusting things that are happening in our world right now. And I just feel ill-equipped across the board in my life. 
I don't feel equipped to run a business. I don't feel equipped to run a podcast. I also just don't feel equipped to be a human right now and deal with the stuff that's happening in Israel or any of the vitriol that's happening online. I just yeah. don't feel educated enough and I feel like I can't learn enough or learn fast enough. And I don't know. I feel like I'm floundering. And then I need to turn around and find my joy and like turn it on for the show. Mm -hmm. I kind of wanted to be real in that this week and especially for our, our entree episode of just like the world sucks right now. Yeah. And I'm not going to turn on my joy to like be fake and, and entertain mm -hmm. someone that's like not the show that I ever want to create. I want to be real and yeah I just don't know really how to do that right now and do it well and talk about you know being a woman in reality tv while everything else is going on and Wednesday I just felt like everything was intense with us and we were having really hard conversations between us and then I was being inundated with news stuff that day too and just mm -hmm. really needing to like take it all in I wasn't doing it well yeah um but my happy <laughs> I do feel like I have been able to express my feelings calmer to James and sh showcase to him where I'm at in this part of my journey with you guys mm -hmm. and just in life mm -hmm. more than I've ever been able to do with him. Uh, I feel like a lot of the times when I'm in those moments of up utter upsetness and stress and anxiety I just don't know how to communicate my true thoughts and feelings well yeah and lately I feel like we've had some of our best talks of like unpacking the stuff that's happening in the world but also unpacking the stuff that's happening with the family and the podcast mm -hmm. and building a company together he's been a great partner and resource in that and a great listener which I'm not shocked but it was just nice to like feel better about how I'm putting out that information to him yeah. because I needed I'm one of those people that needs to talk about something with every single person that's important to them to like get to the root of whatever the issue is whether that issue has to do with like Kelly for example like I don't need to talk to everyone about Kelly yeah. but I need to talk about my feelings about whatever's going on with every single person to get their perspective because that's just kind of human yeah. I am but I just don't do it well all the time and I feel like I'm getting better I'm maturing um, also I talked a little bit about this at the beginning of the episode, but that I was in a depressive episode all week and I wanted to be really honest about that. Like I didn't move my body and I didn't eat well and I just felt like hell and didn't want to move yeah. and that happens and it'll happen again mm. and that's okay. I will say this was, I told on myself really quickly at the beginning of my episode though, I like did not move on a Monday or something like that last week and James texted me in the middle of the day he's like hey what are you doing and he called and I was like I gotta be honest with you I didn't move today my body has not left this couch mm -hmm. I don't want to see the sunlight <laughs> like I know I'm about to go into a really hard week of just brain activity and I don't know what's going on but I'm calling it out and that was the first time I've ever done that usually I will just like suffer in silence when I'm depressed mm. um and he'll notice it He's not going to comment on it, but he notices. And instead, I just called it out and, like, put it out front. And I feel yeah. like I got through it faster than I normally do, which is nice. Yeah. So that's my happy. That's good. Good job. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. Kelly, give me your happies and your crampies. Ooh, excuse me. I also have the yawns. I don't know today. what my deal is. I it's our appetizer I also episode. feel like I'm just, like, disassociating. Oh, no. <laughs> not on purpose, but, oh, anyways. Yeah. Um, okay, my crappies, I think similarly, Wednesday, I was feeling 
mm-hmm. some sort of way. I was sensitive to everything that was being said. Yep, me too. And Jansen came home. I think it was that day he came home, and I was just like in a mood. Yeah. Because he went into the office that day, and I worked by myself. And um, I was just having it. And he like was like, okay, I'm going to like remove myself from this. Mm-hmm. We got Chinese food earlier this week. Mm. It wasn't great. No. <laughs> we can't find good Chinese food. No, but the fortune cookies, yeah, yeah. Um, we didn't end up eating that night, but he <laughs> he ate the fortune cookie that day and like pulled the fortune out. And it was like, I'm gonna paraphrase because I don't remember exactly what it said, yeah. but something along the lines of like remove yourself from unhappiness. Like there are brighter things mm-hmm. around the corner or whatever. Like and he, and he was like, I w- couldn't show this to you at that Aww. point because like I was in my in mood, the, pit. the height of it. Yeah, yeah. So I think. <laughs> Yeah, I was just having, like, a rough yeah. emotional week. I think yeah. we've all been hard on ourselves about, mm-hmm. like, the growth of everything. Like, it's not just going to happen overnight. And no. I was really down on myself about yeah things that I was working on putting out yeah. that I was like, it's just not getting the feedback I would yeah. like. And like we've talked about in past episodes, you have such a high expectation yes. and excitement of the thing that you're putting out. And then you put it out and it just kind of yeah but today we went through the analytics and it's not meh it's actually whoa like yes. we're are, we are being seen we are mm-hmm. growing and I don't want us to pop off I want us to have gradual growth yeah and it'll happen yeah it is happening we'll pop off like a little bit okay well I want to pop off eventually but like I don't want to go viral for the wrong reasons you know True. what I'm saying True. yeah True. True. and True. I think like we're so conditioned to um look off <laughs> I'm sorry damn it scully, scully. <laughs> Pop off clean. We're so conditioned to um, base our growth, or like I'm so conditioned to base our growth off of how many likes we're getting, how yes. many views we're getting. It's like, mm-hmm. well, there's more to it. Yes. And so, like, learning that has been hard. Yeah. But is it helpful? It is helpful. Okay, good. Because it, then I'm able to see, oh, this is actually doing something. Yes. More than just like the 17 likes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was my crappy, just kind of like trying to learn. But also feed into my happy of, like, we are mm-hmm. growing. Yes. And like I said at the beginning of the, of the episode, I'm starting to get into a routine of how mm-hmm. I'm doing things. Mm-hmm. Because cut to a couple episodes ago when we did Happies and Crappies, I was like, I can't figure this out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I felt like I didn't have time to do anything. And yeah. this these past couple of weeks, I feel like There's I'm getting into a rhythm of things. Dang. And I like it. So A routine. Yeah. Yeah. I, like a routine oh girl <laughs> that's what i'm wor- honestly that's probably the other half of my crappy is i just in the last week feel like i have had the non-depressive brain mode to be able to find routines again and like work forward on stuff instead yeah. of working like at the be- the last few months i just feel like i've been working at my to-do list one little bit at a time mm-hmm. and procrastinating <laughs> and not knowing like how to work yet because this is also new to us and like how do we have a process of putting out episodes yeah. what all needs to be done in time right like we're starting to get that f- fluidity yeah. i guess and good. i'm just hard on myself so it's like i finish one thing and then it's like oh i should do this this and this now and so it's like i don't make any dent to my list of things Same. and i'm like that's hard. The just list just keeps, gets longer. It yeah. just keeps going. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a small business yeah. for you. Good. Yeah. Stuff. Love it. Joyce. Joyce. Hello. Hello. Good one. Crappies. I flew up. 
you flew up? I flew up. I don't like On uh, Monday. Oh, that yeah. Sucks. You were got a tummy bug. I flew up. Mom, I flew up. Um, <laughs> all I can think about is the kids standing in their parents' doorway. I flew up. Mom, I flew up. <laughs> Have we all had that moment? Oh, yeah. absolutely. I yeah. always felt so bad. This is the cat. <laughs> <laughs> I flew up. Oh, no. No, no. I hate it. So sad. Uh, so sad. My Anyways. Fear. Um... Yeah, and I don't like being sick, and I don't like, and I just like felt off kilter. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, Wednesday <laughs> happened, and then I had to go to the Hosier show that night and like be happy. <laughs> <laughs> At least it was the Hosier show. I feel that like you can be a little more moody and uh, yeah, emotional. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but it was fun. I went with a childhood friend who, yeah, we grew up in church together and mm. um, had a blast. So, um, other than that, yeah, I just, like, I feel like we all felt kind of disconnected from each other this mm-hmm. week um, in a lot of ways, but I mean, I feel like we also kind of found yep each other and in hard conversations, and yeah. it was good. Guelph. Guelph. Yeah. Um, happies? I know what your happy is. <laughs> Laptop. It's her laptop. This is my baby. Did you catch that in episode seven that you said, my hope is by the next episode I have a new laptop? And look at us. Oh, Our family photo. I'm so excited. Mommy's first new laptop. Um, literally every laptop I've ever had has been a hand-me-down. Mm-hmm. Um, From me. No. <laughs> no? No. Um my first laptop, I well, technically I bought it, but I bought it used. Um and then my the laptop I've had for the last 2 years was um given to me from Maybe it's a, mom. Friend of friend. I give all my tech you to mom. You give all your stuff to mom. Yeah. <laughs> um and yeah. then I get like the trickle down. Yeah. <laughs> you know sometimes trickle down economics works. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take it. It doesn't. But it does. But it does. <laughs> in a pinch. In my house. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, she's so pretty. Yeah, you're so pretty. She's brand new. And you did it all yourself. I did it all myself. She's so shiny. <laughs> and fingerprinty. And, and fingerprinty. <laughs> that's a great um, happy. That's yeah. a great happy. I can't wait. to. You're already making content. Day already. one, she was like, cap cut. I'm in. I'm doing stuff. I'm, I'm like, yes. I'd love to see it. Um. Yeah. Last night, also my happy, was I went to the Chapel Roan show in Phoenix. Mm-hmm. And if you're not listening to Chapel yet, you should be. She makes music for the girls and the gays and the theys. And she's just like, she's she gives me like 80s pop uh-huh. diva vibes. Yeah. Like she's just so but fun. gay. Yeah, I mean, she she's bi. But anyways, yes, still. Um, she, her music is just fun. Like yeah. she also has like sad songs. But... Even those are like still a bop. Yeah. <laughs> we love a bop. We love a bop. I was just about to say that. <laughs> and the show was just so fun. And I met a bunch of new like friends yeah. and um and like introduced people to the podcast yeah. and Welcome. just like so many fun little experiences last yeah. night. So we keep yeah. doing that too. It's cracking me up. Each of us now have our own little story of meeting someone out in the world and being like, 
come on a podcast and like okay. making it a part of our conversations. I, yeah. I feel like a salesman a little bit, but it, it, I will say this for me, it's come up naturally every yeah. time. Same. And every single person is always like, they immediately pull out their phone. Yes. They're like, wait, where is it? Can I, where, how do yeah. I get it? Like, what do you talk about? The girl, the girl that was my waxing esthetician. Um, she is born and raised in Hawaii and uh, has some religious trauma and she was like wait are you guys going to talk about like purity culture and stuff like that I was like yeah girl sign up she's like I'm into this she said I'm so glad I met you I'm like thank you you also saw my vagina but it's fine (laughs) we're close we are close Maya intimate conversations (laughs) we get real here at Bloody Contracts intimate moments Um, I think that's a great place to wrap up appetizer (laughs) episode number eight Eight and great. Eight We're and making great. our way through. Making our way downtown. That was just for you. <sighs> Thanks for listening to our appetizer episode. We hope you enjoyed TVT with KMB and Wolf Wines with Ozzy. Uh, we will see you on the Entree episode where we are going to talk religion. past and present and maybe some pastor kid trauma stories because all three of us have them please like subscribe rate and review on apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts if you're on social which i mean you're a human so that's most likely yes we are at tiktok youtube instagram all at blood and contracts you can honestly just search us on google at this point and something good will come up (laughs) um please make sure that you are commenting saving and sharing our content so that we can reach more of you and your closest friends um and join our patreon so you can buy that little boy tweets look at that little boy doesn't he he look like he needs tweets Oh, actually, okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Hi, Hachi. What would you like to say? For just $5 a month, you, you can, can buy me tweets. You can buy me some toys and some tweets. Oh, my God. He's so adorable. He literally looks like Dr. Phil. <laughs> Yawn. Not interested. Wow. You love your mommy. Oh, what a yeah. baby. Yeah. Look at his little head on her subscribe to patreon so you can see more of this adorableness uh exclusive content behind the scenes we've got a new show called tarot time where we are educating ourselves and doing tarot and spiritual goodness um, and just discovering new things we're going to talk about angel numbers in the next latest episode i had one again this morning what was it uh 30 33 it's anything like multiples of three um so we can cut this out or we can keep it in 222 is what I saw on the drive out. I saw it all day yesterday. I saw it last night right before I go to bed. Do you want to know what it's about? No. I mean, yes, I do. (laughs) No, I don't. It's about familial relations, relationships, and working on interpersonal relationships and needing to have hard conversations with people that are close to you. How freaking weird is that? So we're going to talk about angel numbers on tarot time. And uh, we love you so much. We love you guys so much. my sister by contract, thank you for joining of me. Of course. My sister by blood, thank you for joining me. You're welcome. Uh, and we'll see you on the next one. I'm Bailey. I'm Kelly. I'm Halsey. Bye. Bye. Kisses. Bye-bye.